Hey guys, before we get started, I want to take a second to shout out our newest partner, BT Lee Sauces and Rubs. Cooking is a big time passion of mine, and I was fortunate enough to become friends with Brian at BT Lee's. And I'll just say this, uh, this dude put some real passion and style behind every one of his sauces and rubs. My favorite is uh, Jalapeno Business, but I also love Something Something Sauce and Something for Rubbin. That's one of his rubs. Um, Seriously, if you want to take your cooking and your food to the next level, you have got to try this stuff. We believe in Brian and he believes in us so much that he created a link for us. So if you go to www.btlees.com slash Salumas10, you will receive 10% off of everything on the site. That's www.btleighs.com slash Salumas10 and you will get 10% off of everything. All right, let's get started. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Salumas podcast. It's Sunday, May the 2nd, and we've got a topic that I'm sure is going to start some conversations. So is it me or do I find myself being asked, how are you single more often than not? I mean, I can go on and explain why, but honestly, why the hell am I answering this? Shit, why are you not single? Why are you wearing pants? Anyway, while this is something that some of us may take as harmless, I'm pretty sure that it might cause others to think and even be offended. In this episode, Chris and I try to understand where the need to ask that comes from, and it honestly gets you really wondering about society's take on relationships and how it differs, especially being a cis-hetero man or woman. We talk about how it might be more acceptable to be a single man in your 30s than it is to be a single woman, at least here in the South. We recognize that it might be different in other areas, but for this episode, we're keeping the focus here. So without further ado, I present to you episode 861, how in the world are you single? I really think that people should start answering the phone that way. Maybe we should start a trend. Oh, like, let's I, just cancel hello and just bring in how. Well, you look i've already started man you can jump on this bandwagon if you want to but i've been so nice when someone calls up like y'all <laughs> <laughs> you know and down in uh down where my family's farm is and we got all that property and shit sometimes i'll go and run around in the woods but i won't stop by my brother's house which is in relative proximity but when i drive by i'll holler out the window and i'll go yee 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 <laughs> and uh i'll generally i'll hear it back like That's he'll be funny. over there posted up and i'll hear from the woods <laughs> have you seen the uh the sheesh challenge or the sheesh thing that's been going on on instagram and all these other places everyone's just people congregate and they just go sheesh <laughs> no, <I haven't. laughs> When you hear like a squad of goons fucking going us, just it sounds hilarious, dude. I, I did see Derek Lewis posted talking about uh, Yuri. Uh, I, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. Uh, he's from the Czech Republic or whatever. The big tall dude he knocked out. The guy. This is the guy that that had the like samurai dreadlock top knot thing that oh no I he, don't he knocked out uh dominic reyes uh last night with a spinning back elbow but uh uh fuck why was i oh even that's what everyone about? was talking about yeah and Derek lewis said uh 
He said, good luck to you boys at 205 pounds. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the thing. Everyone's just, sheesh. I don't know. I think it'd be a fun thing. Once I understand the context and why it gets said, but if it's like anything, any other movement or any other thing that you see online, there's no there's no reason at all for it. Everyone just kind of does it. So Well, those are the best things. Are they honestly some, are. If there's some kind of agenda, then um it's not it cool. lo- yeah, it loses some some of its je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. But uh anyway, so I've got a uh so I got asked a question last week and it really made me want to uh create some content about it because we've never really made something about this before and we i guess wasn't really in a position to make something or at least I, I have been for a bit but anyway someone asked like how how are you single and you know you can you can take it in one way where it's like um where you can come up with some kind of a story or some beast like Oh, it's because I want to do this, that, and the other. But like, I was a little bit offended by it, you know. Like, I was like, "Bitch, why are you married? Like, what do you mean?" It, I don't know. Oh, so I want to see if we can talk about that. Well, like, it, where does that come from? Well, and, and you know, I think what was the demographic of this individual? Like, middle middle aged white female. Let's not. I mean, let's just yeah. <laughs> That was such a good guess. I, I mean, uh, I mean, it's I don't, not like, I don't like you right not, now. You're starting off on the wrong foot, right? Now. Well, I mean, it, it, deductive reasoning would would assert that it wasn't like a 28 year old black male. It was like, Kalu, why are you single? Like, I don't think that that would be as well, I, likely. I will say, older older black guys, like if I'm at the barber, they're like, "How come you ain't wiped up?" You know, what I mean, it'll be questions like that, but. Oh well, yeah, that's that's a pretty common theme as well. Yeah. I've got that shit as well, but I think that phenomenon is, is as much like a a product of age. Like if we were twenty five, them same dudes would be like, "Son, don't get tied down. Yeah. You Do swimming that nani for as long as you can." My yeah, brother. you and yeah, and now that we're like in our mid thirties and shit, people are like. So when are you gonna do something about this? But yeah. we don't we don't have the same dire imperative that um that society places on women. But um, you know, I think it comes from different places. I think you know it's it's a phrase that's uttered in a commonality, but you know, I think it it can have several different derivations. It's like we talk about uh convergent evolution with a bat being able to fly via wings, a bird being able to fly via wings, and a dragonfly being able to fly via wings. Like they're all wings. They're just they yeah, develop through different, different flying. Yeah, convergence on this. So it's a convergence of of expression coming from different derivations. So uh I think there can be uh the hollow superficial element because it is such a common theme in our society for you know men of a certain age who have their shit together or have the appearance of relatively having their shit together um i think 
individuals that imbibe in convention will oftentimes say shit like that. Like, why? Oh, yeah. Why why are you single? However, if you look at convention, if you was to take, okay, because this is random middle-aged white lady saying this to you. If it was random middle-aged white dude saying it to you, more than likely that motherfucker will be like, don't do it, dog. Like, just... <laughs> don't do it you because i i get that a lot i get so so many dudes that are of an a certain age or older are like i'm so envious of the situation that you've been that you're in so dude, and that makes me sick dude you know what it, i mean well and it's it, like so why did you do the stuff that you did my guy well and, and that that's a that's a funny thing but it also at the same time it makes me reflect and be and kind of count my blessings so to speak so it for the sake of discussion we can kind of narrow this down to why do women say this shit to us why do women say um how are you still single you know one of the things that i started to wonder is you know it, it might be a very natural thing for us you think of um like a almost like fish love the way that you had talked about that it's like the 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 question is maybe and maybe i'm thinking about it too much maybe it's like seated in some kind of like ownership it's like you see someone it's like someone should be claiming you you know you should be with someone right now this doesn't make any sense that you're not you know and um because that's what it seems like that's what it seems like happens you see someone that's and I'm not horn tooting. I'm just saying you see someone that's good out and about or whatever, and you would just assume that they are with somebody. You would just assume that someone has some kind of claim to them or something. And so when you ask that question, especially in this area where it's very, very common that people are getting married in their early 20s and they're starting families really, really soon, it's like it's it it's you're not part of the norm. You know, you're not right. vibing in convention by going through and, and getting married. Now, I don't want to sit there and talk to them and be like, oh, it's because I'm divorced and all this other stuff. I, I don't want to go in on that. I'd just rather them not ask, you know? Well, so, and, and I will say misery loves company, and we won't we won't define like yeah, pairing, yeah. pairing off and walking into oblivion as misery. Mm-hmm. But if, if somebody has taken the leap, you know, they say, if everybody was jumping off a bridge, would you do it today? Two, most people, yeah, most people would jump off that bridge because they don't want to be left out. Like FOMO yeah. is a real motherfucking thing. So once you've imbibed in something that's such such a drastic and like intrinsic part of normative society, you expect other people to. And if they don't, it kind of rattles your perception on what normal is. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Um. And I, I, not to say that they're thinking that deeply into it. I think there's also tinges of, of, uh, perhaps reading between the lines, like shit, I'd fuck you. If I was in a situation, if I was in a position where I was single and you was single, I'd be all over that shit. There's tinges of that that's associated with it, or there's outright, you know, even if they're not trying to holler at you, you know, there's there are tensions of that. Then there is the deliberate bid to open the gate for a discussion of hollering at you. A, yeah. a wo- woman will say some stuff like, "Like, why don't you have a girl? Well, 
Yeah. You know why? Why aren't you? Why aren't you sewed up in a relationship? It's a segue. It's a segue into something else, it, it, and it's demographic based. And then, oh yeah, and I think I, dudes ask that because it's. I feel like dudes ask that because they instantly or naturally you want to be like, oh, it's because something's wrong with her. You know, if you right. see some like insanely attractive woman that's single, you that's think true. that oh, she's got all kinds of problems or there's something wrong or whatever. And I hate well, that my mind works like that sometimes. But but think about it. Do you think that it would be so? It's appropriate social decorum to to ask a woman, as a male, as a cis hetero male, asking a um a a, a female cis cis hetero female, uh, how are you single or why why are you single? Do you think that that is um as in line with social decorum as the opposite is it's more in line with social decorum at least here no i mean like do you think that that that's appropriate do you think that that's no, it's, some- it's 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 not good but i think that it's more accepted for a man to ask that to a woman now you, you do i think that uh, no, no i'm i'm i think I'm, I'm saying that because it's like if you think of like the old southern kind of mentality like a lot of you know, some some women are I hate to use the term, but it seems like they're kind of groomed to find that man or whatever, you know. And so it's it seems like it's common for a dude to ask that as a like because he's kind of fishing and trying to, you know, start something up with her or something. It seems like it would be more acceptable, even though I don't like it. It seems like it would be more acceptable for a dude to ask that than a woman to ask a dude. I, I see. I would. I would say the opposite. I would say really? that the convention would dictate that it's inappropriate to ask a woman because it's stigmatized for women more so than it is men. We we don't, and we have to admit that mm. as men in our mid thirties, uh, we are not <clears throat> we are not stigmatized for being single. People might inquire about you. Uh, you know what? Anything, You're right when you say it like that. Yeah, it's more envious for us. Yeah, it is. It's 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 a um, it's a genuine inquiry into like like you are an anomaly. Let me check you out. However, and I'll and I'll touch on this. I've got another point that another reason why people ask men that. But I think that I would I would never I would never ask a woman that a woman that I'm interested in or otherwise I would never be like, why why are you single? And it's it's fundamentally because I know it's so highly stigmatized for women to be single. And honestly, on top of that, it's it's lightweight. You know, you get upset about it. Like you're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Like women who are single by choice or not by choice don't want a motherfucker asking them why they single. Just mm-hmm. like, just like you don't really want a motherfucker asking you why are you single. I think it's even less appropriate for somebody to ask a male to be like, "So why are you single?" Because it's almost an inquiry on why are you broken or what's wrong with mm-hmm. you. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. whereas with men, it's a segue. It's a segue into you explaining like your aspirations, your dreams, what's going on in your life, or to indicate some me- measure of of you know, attractive attraction towards you. However, there is the caveat, something that I would dare say that you and I, when we hear it, we don't, we don't hear it in a, uh, a, a placating kind of way, 
but there is the how are you still single that's like oh little buddy best friend like you're such a great guy yeah like how are you still single knowing good and well that this motherfucker is just like a non-starter and it's a non-starter and and that's a nice way of me motherfucking putting it but it's like just because you aren't a piece of shit and just because you have your things together on x y and z doesn't mean you got the sauce it doesn't mean that you have that little extra something that has people intrigued or like uh or you're conventionally attractive in any way shape form or fashion so sometimes i think that phrase gets thrown out Mm -hmm. and what and again i i could give a fuck less about you know what most people's perception of me but generally speaking you know people know how highly i think of myself so they're not gonna come at me and you? be like no <laughs> well <laughs> you too motherfucker but nah, i'm a no, modest spark <laughs> but but nobody's gonna come and be like i'm the most modest person on the fucking planet dude that, I, that one stung i'm the most humble motherfucker I'm the most you humble motherfucker met. you've ever met dude you will <laughs> never find anyone more humble than modest. <laughs> but but you know nobody's gonna come to me and uh and in a, you know, again, placating kind of way, be like, uh, you'll get there. You, you'll find oh, somebody. Yeah, yeah. And because anybody that knows me or, or spends any amount of time with me to where that, that question becomes at all viable is going to have any room to be like, be like oh i need to throw this person a bone if yeah. anything they're like this motherfucker like i know why he's single i know yeah. good and well, well why, why this motherfucker is single whenever i think that one of the other reasons why people ask others why are like how are you so single or why are you single or whatever is <laughs> how are so, you so i'm extremely so goddamn single, single ladies <laughs> ladies if you're listening i am extre- am exceptionally single right now uh my therapist told me I need to be fiercely single. <laughs> just like your eat, therapist, eat. Eat, I need to sit with your therapist as a member of community mental health. I'm gonna have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to intercede and talk to your therapist and be like, "Look, bitch, I don't care that you went to school for two more years than me and got this receipt that says that you can <laughs> tell Kalusta, but you're you're enabling the fuck out of a monster, and I hate it." Like, I, I adore him, but I have to make sure that I do things that upset him just a little bit on a regular basis <laughs> so that he understands what it's like to love someone. <laughs> <laughs> I test you. I'm like, how far can I go with Kalu before he genuinely hates me? Because there's a point that I push you and I'm like, he's mad. And then you, and then you come back. I'm like, yeah, girl, come here. <laughs> We're in an abusive relationship, aren't we? <laughs> well, yeah, but it's, it's also, it's got its good points, you know? I'm in an abusive relationship with the gym. It's yeah. the same kind of thing. It's just psychological. <laughs> well, I was going to say that I think people use that question to sort of create this, like, um, self-fulfilling prophecy about another person, you know? Where if they ask him, how are you still single? They instantly start checking and saying, like, Oh, this is why they're single. You know what I'm saying? Not giving them a chance to fail or a chance to mess up or to be themselves. And when they do something that doesn't fall in line with the narrative that you build for them, then it makes it easy. And you're like, oh, 
they're single because they don't put their, you know, they don't put, throw their trash away properly. You know what I mean? Or they don't yeah. do these little things properly. And it's actually because you put them in this box of your expectations and you're like, oh, this attractive person that has all their shit together, they're supposed to be in a relationship. And then it messes with your head. Do you see what well, I mean? I do. And and I will have to say that we have to draw a distinction between individuals who are circumstantially single and people who are chronically single. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And 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 that has to do with, um, you know, not only the individual and how they carry themselves and how they present themselves in some cases, but if there's like a previous history or knowledge that this person has like not had a girlfriend for since you've known them or for seven years, and some of it again, my there, there's a litany of reasons. But again, you and I can only speak from a cis hetero male perspective so that's what we're doing if anybody's fucking curious if somebody wants to go some other avenue like there are a litany of reasons why asking somebody well i i just why are you single i can't imagine there's a litany of reasons why it's none of your fucking business Mm -hmm. you know how i say honestly there's more reasons why it's none of your fucking business than there is you know absolutely but i i will say and and it might be uh it might be because, you know, we are, we have a lot of commonalities, but we're very different in, in a lot of ways as well. Mm-hmm. And then it also might be, you know, you coming off fresh off of a divorce and stuff that you're just in a different place than me. But I can't think of a single time where somebody's asked me something like that. And, and I've contextually, <clears throat> I've contextually taken exception to it because Almost invariably, when a woman asks me, like, how are you single? I hear, show me your penis. Like, in my head, <laughs> that that's the words that, and I'm being hyperbolic, but at the same time, like, genuinely, most of the time, I'm like, if, if a woman asks me that, it's within the context of this is going to spark a discussion so that we can open up, like, like, how single are you? Like, what are you into? Like... I'm single yeah. too, blah, 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 that kind of shit. Um, because I'm, and again, I've, I've, I'm not chronically single. I'm single by choice in these spurts, but I also, I'm a relationship guy. Like I've had, you know, since, let's see, since I was, and if we don't even count like some of my, like, pre 21 year old shit. Cause that's, I mean, and there's been plenty of that. There's a girl that I messed around with off and all for years or whatever. If we don't count that shit, if we, if we just factor in my major, my big three relationships, which you're familiar with all three of them, Mm -hmm. um, that's starting at like 22, 23 years old and ending uh, Easter of last year. And then there would be like a period here and there where I was single, like a little stretch, but it's like four and a half years, five years, two years. So since being 23 years old, I've been in relationships for like 12 of those years almost. Mm. And I'm 36 years old. So. You know, realistically, and and there's been little periods, little hiatus, like me and my girl split up for 
a little period of time here and there and then get back together. Like that's, you know, shit like that happens, but sure. uh, it, it doesn't hit the same way. You know, again, you were married for a mm. long period, a long period of time. And then you, you dated for a while as well. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you had dated previously and then dated again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, my shit again, it's like, it's seemingly like people are either like there's no way on earth I'm ever going to convince Kilborn to take me seriously in a relationship or date me. It's yeah. either it's either that or Kilborn is completely pussy whipped and and I admit it in a conventional sense, like from what like hegemonic masculinity would say, when I'm in a relationship I'm 100% invested in that fucking relationship. Like I don't, uh, as a grown ass man, the past two relationships that I've been in, I've treated them as sacred as, you know, as I would, if, you know, we were imbibing in the conventional institution of marriage. Like I I'm like, all right, you're my teammate. You're my person and vice versa. Like I, it's not like a, uh, a one-sided thing. It's like, I'm, I'm going to match your energy. If you need me to go above and beyond here, or I need your help there. Like there's some plasticity there, but sure. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm super duper invested. So I have these periods and then I'm so absolutely like averse. Like it makes my stomach hurt. The idea of letting somebody in, like it's so much work, like the detachment, the, the ripping of one's heart out. Yeah. Even if, even if you know, it's the right thing, like even yeah. if you 100% know it's the right thing, like every fiber of your existence, your guts, everything is just like laid bare. You're eviscerated emotionally. Oh yeah. And, and it makes you super gun shy. And you're like, uh, so if somebody were to ask me outside of the context of, Hey, let's, uh, so you're single. Let me, let me compliment you and let's segue into a discussion about like, you know, where you're at, where's your head at outside of that? Um, you know, if somebody were to ask me, how are you single in a, in a very platonic way, like playfully, even, yeah. like, like a tinge of like, like you a cool motherfucker. Like, how are you single? I would be like, because I'm awful, because I'm, <laughs> I, I'm a fucking nightmare to deal with, because I am. Like, I suck. Yeah. Um, I'm not for everybody. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, what if, what if people, you know, really answered that kind of shit? I was reading this list of reasons why people, you know, are are single or why they why they're still single. And uh, it was really funny because, it's like, if people really answered what this list said, they're like, you know, imagine someone being like, Asking, hey, why are, why are you single? And you're like, oh, because my actions don't mirror my words. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, they'd be like, oh, okay, makes sense, cool. <laughs> you know, yeah. that that kind of ends the discussion. You know, it's like, oh, because I'm not comfortable with my body. You know, no biggie. Yeah. Or I don't know what I want. Just little well, things like that. What if it was that simple? Well, it, it, I kind of do that, but I, again, that's the smaller portion. The larger portion of when I get asked that is like. 
it might even be some middle-aged married white woman at a wedding reception that's had a, a few too many uh, Chardonnays, and it's just like, how are you single? And I'm like, you better stop talking stop. to me like that, Margaret. Teresa. <laughs> Teresa, before I knock the sequins off that fucking dress. <laughs> knock the sequins off that dress. <laughs> She's like, oh, Christopher, I do declare. <laughs> You have given me the vapors. Vapors. <laughs> but, yeah. but I mean, aside from aside from that shit. Oh, I gotta keep I, going. I, just, I gotta keep going. I feel the warmth betwixt my legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. when you start using words like betwixt. Oh no. Her beehive is all disheveled and shit. <laughs> Oh, she's like, oh my god, I'm walking oh funny. God. I'm walking like a baby deer. Where's the seven layer dip at? Hey, <laughs> don't talk shit about that seven layer dip. <laughs> no, she needs to refuel. <laughs> she, it's nourishing. I need, I need to come to my senses. Where's oh, the seven layer dip at? <laughs> you have knocked the bottom out of it, as they say. I need the seven layer dip, <laughs> but. Where are the little Smokies? Point me in the right direction. Oh, oh my God. Smokies, <laughs> oh, my God. Hold my hand. Is this uh, a fucking office party or a wedding reception, motherfucker? I don't little know. Look, listen, I've been to some wedding receptions where I'm like, this is the most, like, <laughs> co- corny, honky bullshit. This food is terrible. How did, oh y'all, how did y'all do this? Actually, most wedding receptions... I'm like, you could have just invited us, and then us all went to Sizzler afterwards, and I'd have been just. <laughs> like, as let's just go to heavy. Shoney's, all of us, man. We'll be great. We'll be. Yeah, fun. like this shit is trash, dog. And the people that are catering it are looking at you like they're all super stressed out. Yep. Like we got to get this really subpar fucking uh, food out here fast because these people. Uh, <laughs> They want their good ass food. Yeah, and then at the end of the wedding, invariably there's always a ton of food left over, and everybody's like, "Take, take some home." The bride and groom are both drunk, and they're like, "Take some home." But we done went down the rabbit hole. I know we did. I'm sorry, I had to keep going with that one. But but the 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 Barbaras and Margarets of the world, you know, there is that, and there is the like, you know, women. It's it's generally the I don't I don't some of the younger women that I talk to like people women that are in their early to mid twenties we don't talk about that but also at the same time sometimes I'm like I don't have nothing in common with you except for you like my jokes and yeah and maybe my muscles but yeah. so that doesn't apply but women that are in their late twenties on it's a potential to be asked that question so it's either like there's something non platonic about it. Or there is the rare platonic kind of thing where you'll get asked that by someone that's just like that finds you interesting and mm. wants to. T- and I will, I will. If I get asked that, I'd be like, oh, because I I suck. I'm fuck. I'm plum motherfucking terrible. I don't yeah. know how to act. I be getting, you know, I, I I be getting loud and keyed up and carried on, and I'm intense about shit. And people think I'm arrogant, and maybe I am arrogant, and oh, uh, and and it's 
all it, all in good fun, but also at the same time, it's part of like kind of cleaning your plate when it comes to social decorum and discussion. I think cleaning your plate is an important thing if you're making meaningful connections with people and it's not like an arbitrary interaction. Mm. It's like, oh yeah, like if I'm going to waste, no, not waste, if I'm going to spend the currency, spend moments of my life invested in discussing things with you, why not make it, why not reciprocate in as meaningful a way as possible, even if there's tinges of humor that's associated with it. But again, you and I are cis hetero males and we have, we really don't have anything to complain about because if the, if the shoe was on the other foot, if we were, um, if we were women, you know, cis hetero women, that are being asked, why are you single? Society has put this oppressive fucking burden. Man, of, you're, you're right. Yeah, it has placed that fucking stigma on women to where like, and then not only that, again, like the bio, there is a biological element to it. Like when it comes to having a finite number of ovum that are released yep. and fertility and 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 again, I'm not not everything's based around reproductive shit, but that's a there's that's a huge portion of huge, ha- yeah. how society views the whole thing. If you're, a, you know, I'm a 36 year old man and I'm single, and nobody gives a fuck. I'm over here at the crib with two 65 inch flat screen TVs. I got one in my bedroom, one in the living room. I have two expensive American pit bull terriers. I have two expensive Italian mastiffs. Mm-hmm. I've got dope gun. Man, it is man-child central over here. Like, I'm getting ready to buy this motherfucking house, and nobody cares. They're like, yeah, Chris, bro, and and I even think about it. I'm like, shit, I could be 52. I could just keep doing this that I'm doing now and stack cheddar and lift weights and and take care of myself. Not that we're promised tomorrow, but Mm -hmm. I could be 52 years old and keep keep it in the middle of the road. And you the same way. Our people don't. We don't age the same way. We don't. We don't age like bread. We age like fine wine. So, like me at fifty-two, mm-hmm. me me at fifty-two, I'm just gonna be like black and and gray striped beard Jones yeah. with yeah. with the shaved head and stuff. Oh, yeah. I could. I mean, realistically, I could with no problem um, date somebody that was in their thirties, like yeah. a woman that's in their thirties or even their late twenties. But with women, it don't work that way. And honest to God, like, and honestly, if you do see a woman that's like in the same boat, because I, I have, I mean, I know of women that are in that same boat. Like, they're doing really well. They have their, you know, they have their shit together. They look, they're in, like very attractive. This, that, and the other. But for some reason, it's it looks weird for them to have that kind of life because people are like, oh, she's she's been hurt or she's been damaged or she might be this yeah. side or the other. They, they, or they she, come up with all these, or she's a lesbian. She's gay. Yeah. And so they come up with all these things where it's, when it's like, Oh, just maybe they just haven't found the right person yet. Or they just like doing their own shit too. But I also think that that is a, that thought process is something that's more existent in the South because if you go out like West and stuff, like oh, yeah. people or are up North or, or up North. Yeah. There's girls who are single for, way longer and it's not a problem that's just that's just their thing you know they might be more career oriented you know i've heard of i remember in college this one girl i dated saying uh uh, and we dated for a very short time she was like yeah i want to get my mrs degree 
And it was like, and for a second, I was like, oh, masters and research. No, misses, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are people out there that come to school to find the person to get married to. Yeah. Like, that stuff, I feel like that's mainly over around here. And maybe, and maybe we do this, the things that we do to become more appealing to someone. To, you know, people try to earn a bunch of money. They try to they hit all these different accolades so that they can look favorably in the eyes of someone of the opposite sex. I think that that sentiment is more prevalent over in this area. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. And I think it's, it. that's part of, uh, Oh, one more thing. One more thing. If you are a woman that's also in a field that is more male dominated, then I think that that might scare people off too. Do you know what I'm saying? If you're in a field that is like either super high earning or the one that is more dominated by males or something like that, I think that other dudes are more averse to that type of look. Any ladies, any, any ladies listening, I just want y'all to know that don't scare me. I also don't don't care if you tall, like if you tall, I'm not tall, but we can kick it. Like that ain't no problem for me. So like any of that conventional shit that threatens men, like, no, you can come over to my house, girl. We'll, I'll make you some country ham and duck eggs. Like we can kick it. We ain't we ain't got to talk about nothing. We can just keep it real simple. But anyway, like <laughs> country what, ham and duck eggs. Oh, the most bougie well, country I, person I've ever seen. I know that's kind of that's kind of my vibe is bougie and hillbilly like yeah. combined, and, and and a little bit like ethnic, I guess. Like you yeah. have to throw the ethnic shit in there as well, but um. I honestly with women, you know, you have uh you you do have that enormous stigma hanging over hanging over their heads that like yeah. okay, if if I don't find somebody by this time or if if somebody doesn't find somebody and get married by a certain time then there's something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like it's almost preferable in convention to get with somebody, <clears throat> especially at our age now, there uh, there are a lot of people that are divorced. But now, mm-hmm. I, I, I've been single. I've been non married. I guess you could say for so long. Now at thirty six, I'm seeing so many motherfuckers that like got married super young that are divorced and they've got kids that are like in middle and high school and shit. That's almost preferable. There's less stigma associated with that than somebody who has been single this entire time has been <clears throat> like I said chronically single. Yeah. And yeah. and and with men again, men and women, part of the part of it as well, part of the question that we can't deny is you'd be like, how are you still single? There is a layer to that, you know, set of sounds that is like, do you be fucking? Like yeah, do you be fucking? You know what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. That is the new pickup line of 2021. Do you be fucking? (laughs) All right, I'm with that for real. Like, if I went on a 30 day ban from Facebook, I'd be on there right now. But you just rapid fire into DMs, just like yeah. Well, no, I'll put it out there for everybody so they know what to expect. But (laughs) but that that is a component of it. it. You know, if depending on the context, the individual saying it, whatever. Um, the, 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 
the way that it's said to somebody who is quote unquote, the charity case where somebody's asking, cause they want to like, let them know you're such a catch, that kind of mm. shit. That's an acknowledgement that you don't be fucking. And we know you don't be fucking right. Sure. That's an acknowledgement. Don't nobody say that to somebody that they think is out here ripping and running and getting trimmed as far as men are concerned. So mm-hmm. if if you think about this, if you flip it around for women and and somebody like you or I who don't really I mean, I'm I'm super antisocial and I love canceling plans. Like I fucking it's one of my kinks is canceling That's why plans. I hate you. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker. The, but the thing is, is that I, I actually hang out with you sometimes and talk to you. There's so many people that I'm like, I love you, but I just don't have the energy to interact with you, but I, I'll invite you to come down to the jungle and shoot guns and shit. Sometimes you a busy motherfucker too, but uh, I am, but the, I, I have a problem saying no. So I always try to show up. Well, that that's the thing is I have a problem uh, saying yes, saying yes. Yeah. I'm like, because I did it for so long, bro. I did yeah. it for, I was the yes man for the longest time. I think that that was a byproduct of my upbringing growing up Jehovah's witness and having profound FOMO for years. I mean, just this, this fiery, like just combustible fear of missing out. Like I just wanted to do all the things that I like saw kids my age doing in movies and on TV and shit like that. So for, for a long stretch, you know, on into my mid twenties, uh, yeah, mid twenties. Yeah, it was definitely because whenever I got with the first of my, you know, two like most recent exes, I had already kind of put that shit aside. Yeah. But I I would, you know, my friends called me Nana because I Mm -hmm. was the guy, I was the motherfucker you called if it was three o'clock in the morning and you were stranded somewhere. And now I'm the one, I'm the one that's like, look, if you kill somebody, you can hit me up and you need somebody to help you bury the body or figure that shit out. Like I'm a down ass nut nut when it comes to like the super important shit, but don't mm. put me in no dumb ass situations that don't ask me to do no mundane shit because I probably, cause there's other motherfuckers for that. And I, you know, I, I just don't, I, I'm grown. I make my own he fucking I'm grown. I'm grown and I make my own fucking decisions. And, and it feels so good to know that like, people have such low expectations of me when it yeah. comes to that kind of shit. They you have, know, I, high, they have high expectations of me in, in other regards, but when it comes to that kind of shit, they, they have, uh, they have absolutely no expectation and that's fucking great. But so I, you know, I, I, I want to say something really quick. You were talking about expectations. I think that this is a, a good segue into something that literally just popped up on my screen. I want to read this with with why people are single. And it's they, they say that we have absurd expectations in general. And they say that uh, says there are two new dating stereotypes that have cropped up uh, in this generation. They are. The man who is fat, balding, underemployed, antisocial, unhygienic, who decorates his apartment with his collection of original but mint condition Star Wars. Hey, now that shit is cool. Some of uh, that shit is dope. Some of that shit is like, dope as fuck, so fuck this guy. But anyway, all in fighting poses, who spends his weekend engrossed in manga comics, also cool, and yes. internet porn, sometimes cool, 
who is then perpetually frustrated that every woman he likes is somehow unable to appreciate all of his amazing qualities. He then comes to the conclusion that obviously there's something horribly wrong with the women in the world. And then it says that another example is that says the fashionable, beautiful 30 something career woman who wants to settle down. But despite having dates lined up every night of the week, she laments that there are no good men out there. The last man she dated was an accountant, played racquetball and spoke French. But she dumped him because he had fingernail because he had bad fingernails and didn't want to go to business school. The man before that won the Nobel Peace or Nobel Prize in chemistry, but she dumped him because chemistry is such an impractical profession anyway. And I mean, really, get a clue. It says the man feels entitled to date anyone, despite the fact that he brings basically nothing to the table in an intimate or sexual relationship. The woman brings something to the table, but feels entitled to date someone who brings everything to the table in an intimate or sexual relationship. Both are terribly delusional in regards to their dating expectations. What do you think about that? Well, I I've, I know the first one. I know yeah. I'm familiar with the first I'm familiar one. with I, dudes that say that and yeah. I'm familiar with women that have said number two. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm not I'm not really as familiar with women that that because um, you associate with beta women. Nah, that's, nah I'm I, just playing. I, I'm just playing. I, I fuck with bad bitches because I mean, <laughs> bad bitches. I do. I only and and I'm such a fucking persnickety bastard. Like I said, I I love. I can I can adore a woman and uh, and and feel like kicking it with her and then and then not want somebody in my motherfucking face all the time. And I'm very upfront and clear about this shit. And it's not like I'm like, Hey, look, bitch, no <laughs> expectations from me. It's not like that at don't all. Don't ask it's, me to do anything. Yeah. It's just, I don't, I don't overextend myself. I don't manipulate sure. anybody. I treat people like a friend. Uh, and with women that are my friends that are also sexy that maybe I have seen naked before <laughs> did I occasionally see naked and might see N-E-K-K-I-D. naked again in the future <laughs> I mean with, with them I, I treat them like a friend but with the caveat of like okay we've like exchanged bodily fluids and like I've seen every part of your body and stuff so it's a different level of like jokes and yeah. and then there's flirtation that's associated with it. But it still doesn't cross over into this area of like I owe you something other than just basic respect. You yeah. know, there's just it's it's very clear from the fucking get go. But uh, the the expectations from men um it's that nice guy shit and i hate that nice guy shit i I fucking hate it i prefer a monster energy chugging uh (laughs) drywall punching motherfucker to the and again i'm being a little bit i'm being hyperbolic to a degree to the like fedora wearing milady misogynists that say that like that women that treat women like a monolith, first of all, and then say that women only want to go and date assholes or feel like that being a baseline, decent human being in some way entitles you to sex. Yeah. And it's those guys can jump off a cliff. Yeah. And well, they're, that's the incels, man. That's the fucking incels. And back in the day, back in the Dizzy, it's not like these motherfuckers hadn't been in the gene pool forever, but back in the day, some uh, 
some motherfucker in the in the village or whatever would just get tired of uh Ronald's shit and be like, look, Ronald, ain't nobody obligated to cut you off a, a piece of punani. So you can either fucking shut up, go lift weights, cool. <laughs> yeah, or be cool. It'll see even that, like there's a lot of douchebag motherfuckers. And for, for whatever reason, like they'd be real swollen the shoulders, but have skinny necks and legs. Like, yeah, and they're like, especially. you know, the dudes I'm talking about, yeah. but they'd be like, Ronald, you can either be cool about the fact that ain't nobody want to throw that pussy at you, or we can crush your head with this rock. <laughs> but, but the thing is in modernity, we don't, we don't do that. And we have all these people it's built into modernity that everybody is the their own little mini god. Not that that yeah. it hasn't been that case in previous generations to varying degrees, but everybody, like I told you, like I don't make. Ooh, timeout. Chris said some shit that he shouldn't have, and I'm gonna actually have to blurt that one out. I'm gonna mute that part out. <laughs> no, no, fuck you. Just leave it in. Fuck no, I'm it. not. Uh, but. You know, I'm 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 close to it, but but I'm opulent up in this motherfucker. Like I've got above and beyond what what I would ever need. Like when I'm in my my palace, I it is. It's it's an empowering, profound fucking thing. I am the master of my own domain. So if you have somebody that has that kind of feeling and then the profound element of wanting to A reproduce B, have sexual gratification, and or C, want to be viewed as attractive. Those are all very profound things for a lot of people. Um, Think about the kind of frustration that that garners. So I've seen a huge amount of dudes. I I say most dudes are like that to some degree. I'd say, I'd say probably, and I'm just arbitrarily throwing this out there. I'd say three quarters of dudes are like that on some fucking level that, that, yeah, that I do X, Y, and Z. So I'm entitled to sex or I'm entitled to being, you know, uh, attractive or appealing to the opposite sex. And it's performative. All of it's performative. Now me, and again, I'm in a different field than you are. You're you're in a field that is it is much more like the um conventional not not because of COVID now, but a much more conventional corporate environment um as far as like landscape is concerned and the types of individuals that you interact with and certain things that you have to navigate socially. And your field is male dominated. My field is female dominated and I don't navigate things in the same way you do. So I really, I honest to God, and you know, I stick to myself. I'm not afraid. If I find somebody appealing, I'm not afraid to shoot my shot with anybody. If anything, I like, I mean, again, my past two like girlfriends, like long-term girlfriends we're super type A, like, I guess you could say alpha female, about halfway mean and unreasonable. I mean, uh, and again, I'm not down on them. They were ab- they are absolutely exceptional human beings in, in a ton of ways. But they are kind of 
like the the picture that I guess or the caricature that one would paint of like you said the the woman that has a lot to offer but then she finds something to nitpick potentially that's wrong with somebody else I would say that that is a possibility that that's something that does happen um I, I'd say that there are women that that don't really have anything to offer other than being attractive mm-hmm. that that behave that way as well that aren't you know some extreme academic or somebody that is financially independent there there is a a subset of the human race that are super attractive women that know they are super attractive that are like no um and it doesn't mean they're only with somebody for money but they're only going to be with somebody who has money you know that kind of shit yeah yeah uh i think we should acknowledge that that does exist yes i absolutely but i I I swear, I think that the larger portion, I think the two types that you said, the type of male and the type of female, it almost sounds like that both of those subtypes were written by the first type of male. Yep. Like the implication that in any way there is a dichotomy where there is, okay, well, there are this type, there's this type of male, but to be fair, this, this type of female I'd say again, three quarters of men probably fall into the first category to some fucking degree. And to be honest with you, um, why why can't there be uh the role reversal as well? Oh yeah. There there's the role reversal where you have men that have plenty to offer, but will um that have plenty to offer, you know, air quotes but then we'll be superficial about what well, she had bad toes or whatever. And, and then there are women that are the female equivalent to, you know, the incels that we just talked about. Now they can get laid easier. Um, that's just a fact, Jack, like sure. regardless of attractiveness level, women can get laid easier than men can. But so that element is kind of a, a bizarre twist on it but there are women that have literally nothing to offer in the same regard that these incels do that um that do have sex that are sexually Mm -hmm. active but they feel like that they are entitled to a certain type of individual or certain echelon of individual and that they shouldn't have to um they shouldn't have to date down Mm. and again and i don't (laughs) And and that's that's a, a weird kind of position to be in because both of these groups, <clears throat> the commonality is an inflated sense of self. Oh and yeah, one of them. Uh, <clears throat> and media plays into that too, man. Because do you remember when that No Scrub song came out? Well, do you yeah. That? And then yeah, do you remember I was how many of the girls? It. Sing- I was a children's, and I was <laughs> I was like, but- yeah, fuck. I don't want no scrub hollering at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my god, he's he's riding shotgun with his friend. How? Yeah. How poor? How how poor of you? Yeah, and then like the whole like Destiny's Child movement of like that song Bills. Remember that? Like, you can't pay my bills. Yeah, like that whole thing. And then Lizzo lightweight ruined. I don't know how many relationships with why men great till they got to be great. 
And then, and again, it's all this subjective shit. There, there are legitimately people that are caught in a crossfire on this oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, there, yeah. there are dudes and women um, that have the best intentions that are that are great human beings that mm-hmm. fall fall into like they're they're not on these extreme polar anything that are caught in a fucking crossfire with regard to this shit and mistreated and not considered or whatever. But, yeah. uh, there are a lot of, there are more people that are participating in it. And that inflated sense of self clue has to do. It seems like I will say again, that that dichotomy is participation versus opting out as well is the, the inflated sense of self, just because you have a lot of money and you're conventionally good looking, um, it, it, it that doesn't mean that you're worth a shit because yeah, these true. these are all like subjective things. Like I could give a fuck if a motherfucker like if I'm in a social setting and this isn't me being noble, I just fundamentally don't care. But if like if somebody's like I've got a yacht, I'm honestly more prone to be like there's a statistically higher probability that you're a piece of shit yeah. than than the general population. So. Yeah. It, yeah, I, I would say that that the dichotomy there is is definitely there is some merit to that, and there's a lot of diversity. With again, there's males and females of the first type, mostly males, mm-hmm. and there's males and females of the second type. But I would say they're mostly males. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that that definitely does exist. And uh, and. And and at the end of the day, I think we end up with again an analysis that is steeped and skewed, you know, in in terms of hegemonic masculinity and and patriarchy and things where we as cis hetero males are are completely fucking removed from the notion of like you know, the expectations that are placed on women and the imperatives that are placed on women in society. Whereas we get to have perpetual adolescence. If we choose that route. Yeah. We are allowed it. Uh Are are women allowed perpetual adolescence in general? No, no, that's what, and so, so at the end of the day, that's what this all, this, this comes down to, to me and and I know it starts out as like asking why why are you single? I think we've we've pretty well touched on that. Oh yeah, that it that it's related to convention and things like that. But at the end of the day, all of this shit comes down to um, factors that women women are very much at the mercy of, and men are anecdotally put out by. And it's not to discount the way that you feel. There's mm-hmm. legit. There's 100% legitimacy on the one-to-one for somebody to ask you, especially that you're like freshly divorced and things like that, because, you know, you can take it any number of fucking ways. It's kind of a rude question to ask unless you're like, I want to suck your dick. That, that's the only like, like if you're like, why are you single? I want to suck your dick. If it's followed <laughs> by that, then you're like, ah. I guess you mean well, but it, it's kind of a rude question. Otherwise, uh, yeah. 
but I agree. I, that, and again, it's not to invalidate how you feel about it, but the larger portion of all of this is that uh, of women being single or, or uh, the idea of asking a man why he's single is just kind of a the putting the American flag on the moon regarding the fact for the most part of like this motherfucker out here living his best life doing man child shit and not having any kind of baggage associated with him or or it's the uh oh bless your heart I can't believe somebody hasn't snatched you up yet like (laughs) you know yeah yeah no, I get that. I want to, there's one last thing that I want to say um, of why people, well, you know what? I'm going to save that for a different episode, actually. So forget it. Forget what I said. But I think that we had a really good conversation. I like the way that this one flowed. Um, I think that we did touch on a, a good chunk of why people are, or we touched on the question of how are you still single and where said, it comes from? You so said we touched on a good chunk. You know what? <laughs> and that's it. And that's how I know the episodes. The, the wheels are coming off the bus. You know, <laughs> whatever, man. I, I thought it was going to fall off the bus. So we were talking about betwixt my legs. And and it, that was just as much your fault as it was. Mine. It was. Look, you, you went on to something else and I was like, no, 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 no. We got to go back to this. <laughs> there were, there were Little a few smokies. There, there's a, in the, the, the seven layer dip but <laughs> there was several times in this episode where things took a turn but you know it is it's our attempt and, and we're not noble we're i'm not noble if you think i am slide in my inbox i'll say some wild shit to you i don't <laughs> i don't care i'm i mean i match energy i'm not going but if you ask me a question or we're talking about something that's relevant like i don't I'm yep. I'm this way, if not worse. I'm not gonna say nothing. I don't care for you to screenshot and put on Facebook yep. or show like your friends. But uh, we're not on here trying to wax poetic for the sake of being noble. Like we genuinely started out with the idea of Clue being like, "What the fuck? Why would yeah. you ask that question?" And then resulted in us being like, "Wait a minute, holy shit! Uh, our lives are fucking dope, and women our age." get bombarded by the stigma of, you know, if they want to do the same shit, they're bombarded by the stigma, biological imperatives may play a role, all kinds of shit. Whereas we're like, shit, I'll be 50. I'll turn 52 and have me. I can still have kids if I want to. Yeah. You can be fucking 70 and have kids, man. I mean, but anyway, yeah, I, I think we pretty well unpacked it, man. I think everything's laid out. Um, There might be some elements that, that haven't been thought of, but again, we made a point of saying this is coming from the perspective of cis hetero men. And that's the only way we can, we can speak from. And so. Cool. Cool. Hey, let's give a shout out to Tyler while we're, while we have some time. Tyler motherfucking young. um, He's whooping that ass. He's on his way back home. Or is he home? Uh, I, I think he's staying another night. I don't okay. I, 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 cause they, they had like an after party and shit. So there's a bunch of pros there. Like M- Martins listens, the world's strongest man. Um, a, a few other, uh, pro strongmen like the, like famous, like 
uh, Pritchett. He he's there. Uh, I saw he was on Tyler's story, but yeah, they're probably drinking beer and hanging out on the beach and shit. And I fucking would if I had the opportunity to be in Hilton Head on the beach, hanging out with professional strongmen, drinking beer. Right yeah. now, I would I would do it. But uh, yeah. Tyler competed in what's called Clash on the Coast, and out of a uh, was there six heats, six oh. heats. Of four individuals, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're looking at around 24, 24 to 30 individuals. And these are the strongest 105 kilogram individuals from, I think, not only across the country, but a few internationals as well. Uh, but some the strongest 105 kilogram individuals on the fucking planet. And, uh, out of a field of 24 to 30 individuals, our homie five foot fucking nothing, 200 and what? 35 pound, 230 pounds. I don't know what he weighs now. Yeah. I think he's about 230, maybe something like that, but five foot nothing, 230 Tyler young from, you know, here in Bowling Green, Kentucky placed fifth. And he even did that. He made some mistakes and he placed fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, he was uh he was voted fan favorite with like almost seven thousand votes. So man, this this man showed up, showed out, uh goddamn killed it. I mean, again, to to make it to the finals and then get fifth in the finals, like o- only having four individuals out of the strongest dudes of the strongest dudes at that weight, um, place above you and know that you didn't, that you made mistakes here and there. Like you could have had a better run here. You could have had a better run there and it fantastic. He did an amazing job again. He's a, that's grade eight performance. He's building better human beings. He's always improved, proven himself. Um, so yeah, give him a shout. Uh, if you know him, congratulate him. I bet he's, uh, I bet he's beat all the shit from competing over the past three days, but, uh, yep. yeah. Sh- shout out to Tyler young at grade eight performance. Awesome stuff. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Um, I want to give a shout out to, uh, BT Lee's. We've become, uh, brand ambassadors for them. And, uh, so if you go to their website and I'll get, I'll, I'm going to make another announcement probably at the beginning of the episode. Uh, we have it set up or that you can, you can enter in a promo code to be able to get a discount on, on your sauces. Now, our boy, he makes some of the best sauces out there. I actually was, I'm making some steak tonight and uh, I want to be using his jalapeno business sauce. Uh, I don't know if you, have you tried any of his rubs, Chris? They're, they're uh, really, uh, really good. They're, I'll, I'll I, get you some of them. All right, I'll try and he's it. A, and he's working also on a, on one that's Nigerian themed. It's a, it's a suya. Su, suya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, I t- I've got some of the sauce here and it's, dude, it is, it's on another level, my guy. It's uh, it's really, really good. You've got to try it on something, preferably just some kind of like flank steak or something. You know what I mean? Uh, eat it with something like oh that. Oh my it's god, really, really I love a flank steak, man. Yes, yes, it's it's flat it's, iron steak. Yep. Those motherfuckers yeah. are money. So, um, I'll get some. Of, I'll get that information and I'll have it before the episode. Uh, but guys, thank you all so much for your time and attention. Uh, oh, I will say that I had my first vaccine shot just because you know there'll be more travel for work and stuff like that going on this summer 
and be fitting to just go ahead and get it done. But that shit put me out. And, uh, you know, I, I get that it's, you know, it's for a good cause or a good reason or whatever. You know, you can you can think one way about it or not. But, um, yeah, it, it whipped my ass, man. It was wild. I don't want that to deter anyone, but holy fish shit. I was... Uh, Damn. So if y'all listening, like... Yeah, the, think about the, it. You know, the, the shot's a good idea. Um, Kalu's a big old bitch, and uh, oh, that's so hateful. <laughs> that's so hateful. I'm just kidding. Yeah, buddy. like I don't. When I, don't, I like, I when don't I have, care. People go and get. Honestly, like go and get it or don't. Like just don't be a shit dick about it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I know. I say. Are, I say what? go get. I say go motherfucking get it. Um, and and quit being a bitch and quit trying to act like that it's some kind of draconian fucking conspiracy. Because I've been I, I wanting want... to buy a lot of Microsoft products though lately since getting my shot. So <laughs> I've been buying a whole lot. Well, and you and you used to be just kind of snobbish and try to avoid yeah. Microsoft shit, didn't you? you yeah, know? yeah. And now I'm buying. I've just I bought a bunch of stock in Microsoft and. And well, like I'm getting much better reception, maybe because of the five G. Uh, oh yeah, you know. Well, you um, know, you you look uh, you built like a fucking five G tower, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it! I have no response for that. I have no response. I, you know, on this one show, and this is where we go. This dude told another dude he's built like a Nissan Altima, and I fell out of my I fell out of my chair, dude. That's so. I, that's so ambiguously fucking derisive. Like, why would you say that to somebody unless you really want to flame them? Yeah, he hurt his feelings, dude. Well, he said, boy, you built like a Nissan Altima. I was like, fuck. Well, I, and uh, I'll say this one thing. Also, like, I, I saw a, a meme that was like, actually, it was it was a tweet, and it said, "I just be telling people they breath stink." He was like, "I win the argument immediately. It don't matter." <laughs> It doesn't matter oh, if they, dude. it doesn't matter if their breath stinks or not. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. If you tell somebody they breath stink, then the argument's over, right? Oh no, man, you, I swear to God, I saw that happen one time. Right, this uh, these two dudes were arguing, right, and the one guy was just tired of it. And he goes, "Your teeth look gross. Start brushing your teeth more." Oh, and, dude, no, it it hurt me, man. Like oh. I felt, I felt wrong about it. I was like, "Oh man." You that that was a little too deep, dude. But I was like, God. And everyone knew that he had bad teeth too. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know like, what? Fuck. I you almost gotta respect a man for like going ahead and saying what everybody else is already thinking and saying. Yeah, but that's some shit. That'll that'll stick with you for a while. I'll go and get some Invisalign and teeth whitening shit or something and, like well, that. And then that. And then a few years, once you swallow your pride, you can go up to that dude and be like, hey, man, I want to thank you for really, like, going ahead and letting me know because everybody else was just kind of dancing around it. Like, you gave me the motivation to go and fix my poop teeth, and I want to. I just want to <laughs> thank you from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> I've had enough of this episode. I'm done with you. Guys, do some cool shit this week. Take care of yourselves and each other, and we're out. Peace.